Good evening, everyone, and welcome to this crucial live session on breast cancer. I'm your host, Metri, and joining me today is Dr. Parkhia Agrawal, a specialist in gynecologic oncology. Welcome, Dr. Agrawal. Thank you, Metri. Knowledge is a powerful tool in our fight against breast cancer, especially as October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So let's get started with our discussion. To begin, could you provide our viewers with an overview of what breast cancer is and why it's a significant health concern? So breast cancer is basically cancer which is arising in the breast tissue. Cancer is an abnormal growth of cells which behaves abnormally and also spreads to other part of the body. And when it arises in the breast tissue, we call it breast cancer. It can arise from the lobules or the ducts of the breast tissue and thereby it is classified as various things, ductal, lobular and sometimes it can be only limited to the breast and not spreading outside which we call as in-situ cancer. So breast cancer can take all these various forms. Thank you Dr. Parkhi for explaining that. Dr. Parkhi, what are some of the common risk factors for developing breast cancer? Breast cancer is a hormonally dependent condition. So whenever there is increased hormonal exposure in the body due to any reason, the risk of breast cancer goes up. For example, in women who have entered menarche or started their periods at a very young age, have not attained menopause even till the age of 55, so they have a very long period of hormonal exposure, those are risk factors for developing breast cancer. In addition, we have seen several other risk factors like being over the age of 50, being overweight, having a strong family history that is one or more first degree relatives having breast cancer are also risk factors. Women who do not have children have an increased risk of breast cancer, those who do not have any pregnancies because again in pregnancy the hormones are suppressed. And similarly, women who do not breastfeed their children also have a increased risk of developing breast cancer compared to women who do. In addition, if you are taking hormonal therapy for any reason where you are taking extraneous hormones into the body, that also increases the risk of breast cancer. Thank you, Dr. Parkhi, for shedding light on the risk factors associated with breast cancer. Dr. Parkhi, early detection is often emphasized in breast cancer. Can you explain why this is so important and what are the recommended methods for early detection? That's an excellent question. Whenever we talk about cancer, we always like to focus on prevention first because prevention is better than cure. And when we detect cancers early, their treatments are simpler and generally there is a chance of complete cure. So that is why, as in other cancers, prevention is very, very important in breast cancer as well. Now, one of the simplest things that a woman can do to ascertain whether she is developing cancerous changes in the breast is what we call as breast self-examination. And to understand this technique, you can either look up videos on YouTube or you can visit your doctor who will explain to you how this uh, thing is to be done and you can do it yourself in the comfort of your own home and do it once every month. So on the fifth or the fourth or the fifth day of cycle, you can self-examine to look for any changes in the breast tissue that are occurring which are different from the previous month. And this is one of the simplest screening tests for which you need not even visit a doctor. And if you face a concerning situation, then that is the time 
you would visit the doctor and they would order certain other tests as well. In addition, women who have a very high risk history of breast cancer, who are very high risk to develop it, we also recommend a mammography, which is an X-ray of the breast starting at the age of 40 years. And we repeat this annually or two yearly, depending on your risk assessment, to know if there are any changes in the breast which can be picked up early, which are not visible to the naked eye, but the X-ray can detect them. So these are some of the methods to detect breast cancer early. Women who are less than the age of 40 are also recommended ultrasounds if they have a very, very high risk of developing cancer. So in short, these are the modalities one would use to detect cancer early. Thank you, Dr. Parkey, for emphasizing the importance of early detection. Now, let's talk about common signs and symptoms that individuals should be aware of, which might indicate the presence of breast cancer. So coming to the signs and symptoms of breast cancer, when you do a breast self-examination, what could you look for that would alert you that something is wrong and I need to visit my doctor? The few changes that are associated with cancer, the skin can become of a different color. It might become red, it might become orange. The skin can become hardened and thickened. You might feel an obvious lump in that area or some kind of marbly hardness, which was not there earlier. It can be painful. There can be discharge coming from the nipple, which can be blood-stained as well. And you may even be able to feel a swelling in your armpit if the cancer has advanced beyond the breast. So these are few of the common symptoms that should prompt a visit to the doctor if you have perceived them on breast self-examination. Thank you, Dr. Parkhi, for providing insights into the signs and symptoms of breast cancer. Dr. Parkhi, do genes also play a role in breast cancer? Yes, that's a very important question. Now there are a lot of advances in molecular medicine and we have also now started analyzing why some people develop cancer and why some people develop cancer at an early age which is very aggressive and why other people with the same lifestyle factors do not develop cancer. So genes have a role to play here and two of the most commonly implicated genes in breast cancer are, are called BRCA or breast cancer genes BRCA1 and BRCA2. So in those individuals who have a very strong family history, we do test for BRCA mutations to know what is the risk of developing cancer in the future and if someone is found to be positive and these are passed down from generations and if someone is found to be positive, they can even undergo surgery, what we call as prophylactic surgery before the cancer is developed to eliminate the risk of cancer completely. So these are people who need to undergo uh, more intensive follow-up and maybe prophylactic surgery as well, those who have faulty genes in their system. And the other thing about the genes is that we are also now, once we are able to identify the genes, also give targeted therapy against these genes. So medicine has advanced by leaps and bounds and now there are targeted therapies available for each molecular problem that can lead to cancer. And that's, of course, that is a very intensive discussion and uh, we do that with certain patients who have recurrent or advanced cancers. So genetic testing is now becoming part of treatment of breast cancer protocols. Thank you, Dr. Parkhi, for explaining that. Dr. Parkhi, are there any precautions that a woman should take to avoid breast cancer? That's an excellent question. 
so to reduce the risk of breast cancer you cannot there are things you can do nothing about which is the genetic makeup but and the age but there are things that you can change in your lifestyle for example be active avoid gaining too much weight don't take too much alcohol undergo regular screenings do a breast self examination and remain in touch with your doctor to reduce the risk of developing advanced breast cancer that's helpful information dr parki lastly could you briefly touch upon the available treatments for breast cancer and how can individuals facing a breast cancer diagnosis navigate their options when you are, there are symptoms which prompt a visit to the doctor the doctor first conducts a clinical examination and then sometimes in addition to an ultrasound and mammography it is necessary to diagnose that it is cancerous by means of a biopsy so this biopsy is generally done as a two cut biopsy where we take small pores of tissue from the area which is suspicious and send it for testing now when we are testing we are looking for various things first of all what type of cancer it is what is the grade of the cancer and we also look at the hormonal status of the cancer because many of the therapies for breast cancer are hormonally driven they are in the form of anti hormones so we look for the hormonal status of the cancer as well so the commonly done tests are what we call as estrogen receptor progesterone receptor and test for a protein which is called her2 and based on these we classify breast cancer as being positive or negative for these markers and these also then dictate your further treatment treatment for breast cancer once the diagnosis has been performed is also dependent upon the staging so uh, broadly if we say treatment includes surgery it includes chemotherapy it includes radiation therapy it includes hormonal therapy and it also includes immunotherapy now one patient may not have all five types of treatments what combination and in what sequence this these treatments are followed depend upon the staging and the degree of cancer that you have and your doctor is going to be able to make the optimum judgment whether to start off with chemo and then do surgery and then do radiation or to do surgery first and then go on to radiation and when to offer uh, uh, specific targeted therapies like hormonal therapy and immunotherapy thank you dr parkhi for sharing your expertise and insights on breast cancer with us today it's been an enlightening and informative discussion any message for viewers yes my last message is awareness is key when it comes to cancers and prevention is always better than treatment so be aware and detect cancers early thank you to our viewers for joining us today Your health is paramount and knowledge is a powerful tool in protecting it. We'll be back with more informative sessions in the future. Until then, stay informed and stay healthy. Goodbye.